Welcome to Coog's Talk Stock from WSU Extension, a science-based podcast about animal agriculture for those that raise food animals, those that are interested in learning how, and those that want to learn more about where their food comes from. Find us online at soundcloud.com forward slash Coog's Talk Stock. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Don Llewellyn, Livestock Extension Specialist for Washington State University Extension on the main campus in Pullman. Welcome back to our second season of Coog's Talk Stock. Today, it is our great privilege to have a conversation with Jaden Mahoney and Kayla Richardson of the Cougar Cattle Feeders Student Cooperative in the Department of Animal Sciences at Washington State University. So please welcome Jaden and Kayla. Hi, Don. Hello. It's great to have you here. So as we get started here, I think it would be great if you could share with our listeners that likely could include parents and prospective students uh, and others about your background, where you grew up, and what attracted you into the animal sciences and ultimately the desire to earn a degree at Washington State University uh, in animal sciences. So, Jaden, let's start with you. Hi, I'm Jaden, and I grew up in rural eastern Oregon on a beef operation. We also raised quarter horses and stock dogs. Um, I have always had a large passion for agriculture. I grew up involved in FFA and 4-H, and I always knew that I wanted to remain in that industry and to pick a career that I could work with the people of the ag industry for the rest of my life because it holds a really dear spot in my heart. When I came and toured WSU, I really didn't know where I wanted to go to school yet, and it quickly won me over. I love the campus. I love that we go to school in the middle of a bunch of wheat fields, and it's totally rural. You're not in the middle of a city, and our department of ag is really robust in what they have to offer and the opportunities that they provide for students to get hands-on learning. So as I talked to different people within the animal science department, I started to learn about those opportunities really fast. And immediately I knew that this was where I was going to go to school. And I'd already pretty much decided that I was going to major in animal science. When I got to WSU, I was enrolled in Dr. Llewellyn's class my very first semester. So that's the beef feedlot systems class. And that was kind of how I got involved with the cougar cattle feeders, was learning about it through his class and then applying. So cougar cattle feeders quickly became the first way that I got to get hands-on experience here at WSU. Oh, thank you, Jaden. That That's awesome. You know, when we go about selecting a college to go to, you know, when, when you get to the a campus and you, you can kind of feel the ones that are right and the ones that maybe aren't such a, such a good fit. And, and WSU does have, have that, uh, rural feel to it. And so I can certainly relate to what you're saying. How about you, Kayla? Um, what, uh, what brought you to WSU? I am from Western Washington, I grew up kind of in a suburban area, but we used to be kind of a booming farm town with dairy and wheat. Um, I didn't grow up around agriculture. My mom grew up on a sustainable farm, and that's where I kind of had that knowledge where 
going to my grandparents' house, there were old farms and stuff. And I just kind of had that in the back of my head, but it wasn't something I was really curious about until middle school when I quit all sports. I still had that competitiveness in me that I wanted to apply. And I found that through agriculture by joining 4-H. I started with showing rabbits, which is far from anything I'm doing right now. But um, I started small and then went to swine and started showing at our local stock shows. And then I ended up raising a steer one year, which was life-changing for me because it definitely opened up a window that I never had before. And then I got into livestock judging, which kind of confirmed what I wanted to do in agriculture, which was more of beef production. And then after that, I've always known that I was going to go to WSU. My mom was an alumni and it was kind of a no brainer for me. Um, I just never knew what I was going to major in. So until I got into agriculture, I knew that WSU was definitely the school for me because not it already felt like home because I grew up going there all the time. And it just was something, com it was very comforting to me. And as soon as I kind of researched about the agricultural program and animal science, and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew that they had those res resources and I was more confident in my choice as soon as I figured out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Awesome, Kayla. So, so you're, you know, it's proof that you don't have to come from a large commercial livestock or farming operation to have aspirations to get into animal sciences and, and so forth at WSU. We, our, our students are definitely, you know, from a, a lot of varied backgrounds. And so let, let's, um, you talked a little bit about your majors and, but let's briefly take that one step further as to what your your option is within your major at WSU. Okay, my major is like I said before animal science, but I am the pre-vet option whereas I think Kayla is the production option, so she'll get to tell you more about that. But I am pre-admitted to WSU's College of Vet Med, which is really exciting. I get to start next fall taking my courses there, but I will also still be dual enrolled as a undergrad during that first year of vet school because the animal science department offers a seven-year accelerated program for students that have a background in agriculture and want to work as a production agriculture vet to get an early head start on their career as a vet. So I learned about the program when I very first toured WSU, which was kind of unique. I think I just talked to all the right people, but I wish more people knew about it so that students coming here knew that it was an opportunity. Um, I go through this or I went through the same admissions process with uh, turning in an application with lots of letters of re recommendation and then completing an interview, just as you would if you were applying to WSU's College of Veterinary Medicine after your whole undergrad career. But I did it the summer following my freshman year of undergrad. So it, it kind of hit the ground running really fast to get that process underway. But I was really confident that I wanted to major in vet med. And so my animal science track with the pre-vet option 
led me to that seven-year program where I'll be starting vet school next fall. Well, that that sounds like that's quite an honor to be uh, admitted early. So I I uh, congratulate you on that, Kayla. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing on the on the production side then? Yeah, uh, when I was uh, 12 years old, I toured the vet school, and I thought it was really cool and very fascinating, but definitely not for me. So I kind of wanted to still do something with animals. And I definitely do like more of a scientific uh, way to things and majoring in animal science under like the production management thing. um, You definitely focus a lot less on more of that scientific and deaf, but you still get that animal science education. So I find it really interesting because I never imagined to learn so much about animals the way I am at WSU right now. So I'm just excited to see where my classes go and where that's going to lead me to um, and what I really want to specialize in because I feel like I I just have the tip of the iceberg of knowledge for animal science and I'm just excited to continue that. Yeah, that's awesome, Kayla. And and why we're on this topic, ultimately, what would your career goals look like? Well, I am still exploring all of that. I don't want to be exactly set on something right now because I know that I still have time. I'm going to graduate when I'm 20 and entering in the agricultural field. I am a little worried, but I know that I'll be fine in the end. Um, but I do think that I definitely want to go towards beef production and maybe the USDA as a starting career because I know I can get benefits and more of a stable job throughout that. And then as I grow and learn more, I'll probably have a better idea of what I want to do. Yeah, outstanding. So it shows that there are career opportunities out there beyond on the ranch type uh, uh, opportunities. It, you know, the, the whole animal industry is, is there and, and the sky's the limit as far as that goes for, for good paying, uh, careers in, in that, in that area. So we know that, that Jaden is heading off to vet school soon. And so we know that you have a career goal to be a veterinarian, but expand on that just a little bit as to, uh, you know, how that might look uh, after your graduation. Okay. So obviously I've been here at WSU, if you guys haven't gathered that, a few more years than Kayla. So I feel like I've been working on this plan for quite a while. Um, I intend to be a practicing large animal veterinarian. I want to work primarily with cattle and probably do some equine as well, just because those are the industries that I'm the most passionate about. And so that's where I want to focus my efforts. Um, right after vet school, I'll probably go and complete an internship somewhere to further my knowledge and prep myself a little bit more to enter the workforce independently. If I don't go that route, I have looked into some of the USDA loan repayment options for production animal veterinarians in areas of need. And I think that that's a really cool program and hits really close to home because some of the vets that work in my hometown actually have done this program themselves. And production animal 
veterinarians are at a really high demand right now. And a lot of the older vets that have worked in that area are retiring. So I think it's important for people to know that that is an opportunity and that there are other benefits to going that route. And that there are like industry-backed financial aid for people who want to go into that focus. And so, yeah, eventually one day, once I get my footing and get a lot more experience, I would like to open my own practice. But I would say that's maybe my 10-year after vet school plan. <laughs> sure. Well, well, that's that's great. Both of your futures uh, seem bright and exciting and and it's just going to be incredible to see how it all plays out. You know, sometimes when when we're in college, we have no idea of where our lives will take us and what op- opportunities will will uh, show up on down the road. And so there's good things uh, uh, on the horizon for both of you. So let's go to Cougar Cattle Feeders. We know all about you. So tell us about uh, Cougar Cattle Feeders and whoever would like to start start this, uh, go right ahead. I'll jump in because I've been a part of Cougar Cattle Feeders for a little bit longer. Like I said, I joined right after my first semester, freshman year, after I took Don's class, because that is a prereq for application to be a member of Cougar Cattle Feeders, is a beef feedlot systems class, which I really liked because it incorporated a lot of different aspects of animal care, nutrition, herd health, biosecurity practices, veterinary client-patient relationships, and like beef quality assurance. So it incorporated a lot of aspects of the industry and being from a cow-calf background, learning about the feedlot system was really interesting for me because it's something that I didn't have a lot of experience with. So you're you're the president of Cougar Cattle Feeders, right? Yeah. And so <laughs> you can tell us a little bit about how that came about and then um, I'll ask you both, you know, how, how you got interested in it in the first place. Okay. I currently serve as the president for Cougar Cattle Feeders. I am responsible for like organizing our meetings and bringing together the group. We started out this year with me as the only member and we have recruited a really strong group of women who have an interest in the beef industry and want to gain some knowledge and hands-on experience. Everyone that we recruited has worked so hard to make it a really great experience this year and to redevelop Cougar Cattle Feeders Student Cooperative here on the WSU campus. We've been working on recruiting materials for going out and talking to producers and learning about how we will care for our herd of cattle that we bring in next fall. So, The main responsibility of the group is to feed and finish a set of feedlot steers and heifers at the cattle feeding lab here on campus. So that means that twice a day, one of our members goes out and feeds and makes sure all the cattle are healthy, checks pens, and we formulate rations ourselves. So like we mix all of the feed and then distribute it through the bunks. And I feel like there's a huge level of responsibility that we get to kind of develop and appreciate working together as a group and having to rely on other members to equally like 
bring together the process and feed and finish this set of cattle all on our own, really. Don acts as our advisor, but the process is pretty unique to be able to do on a college campus. That's really uh, a lot of responsibility for people that, uh, that, and some of you that haven't had a lot of experience in the in the cattle industry. But that's all part of it is learning how. So, so Jaden, tell tell us just briefly what this whole COVID nineteen thing, the effect it's had on on cougar cattle feeders. So, like I said, I joined early, and then that year that I joined was the year that COVID hit. And so we at the time did have a set of cattle in the feedlot that we still had to feed and finish. So regardless of all the chaos that was going on around us, like it was still all our responsibility to figure out how to feed and take care of these animals. So we came up with a plan. A couple of our members that lived close to campus were going to continue feeding the cattle throughout until they reached our market slaughter weight. And we ended up successfully being able to do that. And then most of those students that were involved at that point graduated by the time COVID was over, or at least tame enough that we could all come back to campus. And so that was kind of the point at which we had to rebuild our group and have the set of people that we do now all working together. Right. And one comment you made was, is that, uh, we have a whole new set of young ladies that are that are cougar cattle feeders, and it's just by chance that we did not have a uh, group of young gentlemen that uh, applied in this go round, and so uh, that's something that uh, we definitely uh, are looking for is to is to add some males to the group as well. So. Um, so uh, let's go to Kayla. How did you become interested in cougar cattle feeders being, uh, you know, a, a newer member on campus? Um, yeah, so I actually transferred to WSU. Um, and before I did that, I was looking at different types of clubs or things that I could do here because I was so involved in 4-H and FFA and with COVID, I was definitely missing that. So I just wanted to find some ways to be involved and help grow my knowledge and just have something other than school. And when I found Cougar Cattle Feeders, I just knew that was something that I wanted to do because I thought the description of it was so interesting. And I haven't really heard anything really like that before, nor have I known somebody who did anything like that. Um, but I just wanted that cattle experience along with it. And then making friends was something I definitely wanted to do as well, being a transfer student. But I was a little nervous at first because I only have two years left here. But I am excited that I will be here for when we do have cattle and actually be hands-on with uh, the club when we do have that opportunity. Okay. So I think we've kind of talked about, you know, your level of experience in the animal sciences before you joined cougar cattle feeders. And so it seems to me that then one doesn't really need to have a vast amount of experience in cattle or, or 
livestock in general before they join cougar cattle feeders. It's more about the desire to work with livestock and do good work, work with a team, uh, learn, you know, learn about livestock more in depth and, and hopefully have a little bit of fun in the process. Am I, am I right on that? Oh, definitely. I think that um, a lot of the positions that we have on our team is also really cool. And um, I feel like it will help a lot of people who don't have that uh, experience to gain that, for example, like a nutrition, uh, somebody who's in charge of that. And um, just so they can get that experience that other people's didn't have with more of like an in-depth. Yeah. Awesome. So, so Jaden, Cougar cattle feeders, um, what, what do you think uh, relevant experiences that you've had uh, might help you towards your degree in veterinary medicine? I think that one of the main things that I've gained from this experience, especially as I've stepped into the role of being president, is how to like lead and work with a full team. And I think that that really applies to veterinary medicine because if you work in a in a clinic setting, you have to work well with a team. And as like a vet kind of towards the top of that hierarchy within a clinic, like you ne- really need to be able to direct your staff in a way that is highly respectful and a way that inspires like everyone to be passionate about the work that's going on. And I I really hope that I've achieved that with our group of cougar cattle feeders because I have loved the experience and I'm really looking forward to the group of people that we have right now getting to experience having cattle in. So I, I'm hoping that I'm preparing them well for what is to come next year. Sure. Okay. So we know that Jaden is the president and I'm thinking about these respective roles in the, in the Cougar Cattle Feeders Cooperative. So, so Kayla, what, what is your um, role, your leadership role? And then can, can you both kind of go through about what kind of leadership opportunities there is, you know, what ca- categories of leadership uh, are available for the, for the participants? Um, yeah, so I am the PR chair. They, we have another one and we work together to help with uh, some marketing. We run our social medias, which is very important nowadays. And um, we also put on the project to kind of help make us feel like a team by getting some jackets, uh, which was a really fun project to do. And uh, just kind of get the information out that needs to be out for our team. Awesome. And so so um, can you give me a, just a little bit of a rundown uh, for our audience about what what categories of leadership you have? So the leadership positions that we have within Cougar Cattle Feeders are kind of a unique set that you wouldn't see maybe on every leadership team. We have your basics like president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, but then we get into like a nutrition chair and a herd health chair. And so those chairs have a really direct responsibility in terms of our nutrition chair works on finding feedstuffs that are affordable and formulating rations based on what we have access to. And then our herd health chair focuses on 
any sort of like vaccinations, antiparasitics, treatment of illnesses that occur during the time in which we have cattle. And those chairs get a little bit of a different experience than, say, our secretary or treasurer. But I still think that all of those basic positions, they're really heavily involved because our treasurer works on making sure that we're our break-even is where it should be and that our expenses that we have are feasible to cover when we sell these cattle at the end to the packing facilities. And our secretary also does a lot of similar things that Kayla does in terms of outreach to producers and communication with people like within the department. Um, Our vice president helps me with just kind of organizing and running our meetings and tagging along with me on some of like the projects that we have that I reach out to producers specifically and reach out to industry professionals and kind of set up opportunities for people within Cougar Cattle Feeders to get more experience outside of our on-campus feeding lab and get out in the industry and tour some different facilities such as cow-calf operations, feedlots, and packing plants. Sure. So, in the cattle feeding industry now, and actually all all sectors of of livestock, there's a lot of technology in use. Can can you share a little bit about the technology that that you're using that's preparing uh, members of cougar cattle feeders for for future um, employment, possibly in the cattle feeding industry? Yeah. So at Our campus feeding lab, we have the software set up that is for feedlot management. So in there, we record like when we bring cattle in, what their start weight is. And then as we go through the process, record all of their like weights so we can calculate performance data. Um, We also input like all of our feed information and our rations into that. So different pens of animals will be consuming different rations at different times. And so that software helps us track which animals are eating which ration, how much of that ration are we feeding, what time did it get fed at, and those type of things. And then it also tracks like who fed this morning, who fed last night, so that if any errors come up that we know who to go to, or if any questions come up, we know who to ask. And in that software, we also have the capability to track like any time that we vaccinate or treat an animal for any sort of illness. So it's a really cool program that is being used in production systems outside of just our college campus. And so it's really valuable to get acquainted with that now in our situation for cougar cattle feeders. And it's a skill that, I mean, a lot of students coming out of here wouldn't have. So it's a unique opportunity to get and develop a crucial skill for employment in the industry. Yeah, that's the real world. And, uh, you know, it's an integral part of, of where we are in the cattle feeding industry today. So so it's important that uh, you have access to to that type of knowledge. So so here, here's just kind of a fun question, you know, for both of you. What's your favorite part of Cougar Cattle Feeders and, and what are you looking forward to? So my favorite part was going to Washington Cattlemen's Association annual convention and getting to see the different companies and ranchers and then also going into one of the workshops about uh, finances, which was really interesting, even though it's not related to me whatsoever. I just thought the information was uh, very interesting and getting to just kind of be able to share what Cougar Cattle 
cougar cattle feeders is to um, other people. It was definitely uh, one of the first things I did with the co-op, but it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that Kayla enjoyed that because that was an event that we went to together. And it was the first time that I got to attend the Cattlemen's Convention as well. And I really enjoyed the experience too. It was definitely nice to get to talk to producers. That Yeah, that's great. So now it's my understanding that you all are working toward possibly doing some educational activities uh, as outreach from your from your cooperative, such as possibly doing some youth beef education field day event type uh, type opportunities for kids. Um, maybe just share just just a little bit about that. So we've recently started putting together a field day for the Franklin and Benton County 4-H and FFA students. Other counties will be welcome from Washington and all over, but that's where it's primarily going to take place. And we're looking at bringing just some of the knowledge that we get here on campus and some of the more hands-on things that we get to do that necessarily high school and middle school students maybe don't get to do as often to them via a field day. And that'll be this spring. We are still working on a definitive date for that. But once we do, it'll be out there. Um, I think it's going to be a really cool opportunity for us as a student cooperative here at WSU to get to work in our community and share our knowledge a little bit more. Because especially through COVID, I think that those opportunities have been kind of limited to get out and really share what we've learned and share share some of our cool experiences that we've gotten to have and talk about what we're doing here and get kids interested in animal science beyond just their 4-H projects. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's a great way for us to get involved. Yeah, I do too. And, and uh, you know, to have age appropriate uh, educational activities for all, all age groups of, of our our uh, youth producers from from the young ones to uh, the middle middle school to to the high school. Um, it, it's great opportunities for uh, for them to learn something on the science side of of their projects. I think that uh, you know the information you've provided here today really gives uh, our listeners, a, a good idea of, of the multidimensional activities that Cougar Cattle Feeders does. And so, um, before we wrap up, maybe, uh, Jaden as president, maybe you could talk just a little bit about, you know, opportunities to help support Cougar Cattle Feeders, uh, out there for our, for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So, Primarily, our herd of cattle is donated from producers across the state. So we reach out to them and contact them. But it would be amazing if any of you know of someone who may be interested or runs cattle to let them know about what we're doing here at WSU and have them get in contact with us or pass on their contact information. Um, we also take like donations for hay and feed products and as well as like 
vaccinations or tags and those type of things. So there's a lot of ways to contribute and just spreading the word about what we're doing here is one of the main ones. So we thank you guys for listening to all that we had to say about our student co-op. We're pretty proud of it. Well, that's a great way to wind up. So thank you, Jaden and Kayla. It's really been awesome to have you on the podcast today to share your insights and thoughts about the Cougar Cattle Feeder Student Cooperative in the Department of Animal Sciences at Washington State University. So we'll post your contact information on the show notes. So if our audience has questions and wants to contact you, they can do so. And I think it'd also be great if you all could provide information for us to post regarding how folks can, uh, as you were talking about there just, just a moment ago, how the folks can support the programs of Cougar Cattle Feeders. And so uh, with that, until next time, this is Dr. Don Llewellyn for Cougs Talk Stock. Thank you for listening to the Cougs Talk Stock podcast brought to you by Washington State University Extension. You can review, rate, and subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen. Find us online at soundcloud.com forward slash Cougs Talk Stock where the additional resources from our podcast are linked. Let us know if you have any burning questions or suggestions at cougstalkstock at wsu.edu. This podcast is brought to you by Hannah Browse, Sarah Drager, Dr. Don Llewellyn, and Natasha Moffat-Hemmer, and is produced by Connors Communications at Washington State University. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by guests of this podcast are their own and does not imply Washington State University's endorsement.